not, not that I go to prostitutes, but going to uh, going to a prostitute, I'm sure it's like instant, like, oh man, why did I waste that money as soon as you're done doing it? Because you're like, oh, I could seconds later, right? right? So uh, that's all a sporting event is. It's kind of like a prostitute. Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds like versus Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yes. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert. Upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope Studio. is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach. That is the team you promised me you were going to be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast. I'll be watching. Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 133 of Birds vs. Boys. We are here. There is so much happening in terms of the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the entire city of Philadelphia as a whole, and, well, the NFL. I guess we got to get to that. But before we dive into anything, Aiden, how are you? Welcome. This, the, Kevin, this is like the happiest I have ever been in my life in terms of stretches of good fortune it's to the point where negative aiden's gone all those jokes i made about despair and death that's a different guy that guy's gone wow. ironically that guy's dead so i think <laughs> vince and i are gonna have to death. we're gonna have to start auditioning i think new co-hosts for me soon because i mean with all this good fortune i mean you're gonna die soon this is, I was about to say, uh, something bad's probably coming. I know how this cycle works, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I feel good. I wow. just, everything is coming up Philly. Eagles, undefeated. We're going to get into the schedule upcoming, but it's great to feel good about them. Uh, the Phillies are in the World Series. The Sixers haven't started their season yet, but I'm sure once they get going, it'll be exciting. And well, this is the perfect like, time for them to not be good. Yeah, well, no one cares. I, 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 I think they're in preseason still. I don't know yeah. if anyone's seen if they've started or not. Uh, but this is like this the positivity is through the roof, but not just for Philly. For this podcast, we've talked about it before. This mm-hmm. is the best position that this podcast, Birds versus Boys, has ever been in football wise. Cowboys win last week, five and two, Eagles six and oh, coming off the bye. The playoffs start. We're both in the playoffs. And last year, yeah, I know we were both in the playoffs. The Cowboys were fading. The yes. Eagles went in at nine and eight. We didn't really expect to win the Super Bowl. These two teams are in the playoffs. Winners, contenders, mm-hmm. real. Like mm-hmm. this is real. This is the best that this has been for us. This is so exciting. This is the best. It is unbelievably exciting. And before we get into all the excitement and the happiness, um, I have some, I guess, like anger I want to get off my chest. Well, that just contrasts perfectly with me where it's, I'm like, I'm, everything now I'm you. is yeah. beautiful. Well, I like this. You. It's like we are having yeah. a Freaky Friday situation yes, where I'm Lindsay Lohan because I'm pretty sure she had red hair. So that makes mm-hmm. me her. And you are Jamie Lee Curtis. But Jamie Lee Curtis, after she survived Michael Myers once, but now she has to survive him three more times. So yes. that's where we're at. Ready? Go. That's exactly where we are. So you know how we always ask our guests, you know, what's their favorite thing about Twitter and their least favorite thing? Yeah. 
I am so sick and fucking tired of this goddamn Cowboys-Eagles bullshit on Twitter. First of all, it's our shtick. Second of all, just because the Cowboys do something, Eagles cre- content creators, you don't have to fucking talk about it 24-7 and vice versa. Something that the Eagles do, it's the Cowboys are playing the Bears this week. The Eagles are playing the Steelers this week. It doesn't always have to fucking be Cowboys-Eagles. Like, I'm not going to put his name out there, but maybe his name is... All he ever fucking talks about is the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys. He was going to come on the show. Guess what? Banned. He's banned for life. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about his hat. I don't give a fuck about anything. Banned. I'm sick and tired of it. All I do is fucking scroll on Twitter and it's Cowboys this, Cowboys this, Cowboys this. Shut the fuck up. I'm done. I, I don't think I, we usually go over things. This was my bad because we usually go over things pre-show and I was setting up and we did – I. When we didn't set up the script, and I don't think you got the the memo that we were going positive tonight. I think you kind of you didn't get where just, I was going. <laughs> no, not at all. And it's perfect because we can flip flop. But I'm just not everything has to be a rivalry. Okay, the Cowboys signed a free agent who's going to fit well for them. You don't have to bash it, the Cowboys fans. You don't have to bash Robert Quinn. He's a good player. Just because both teams are good, like R.J. Ochoa said, you put up. Both things can be real. You don't have to 100% all the time talk about the other team. Just shut up and enjoy your team. And Except this goes for both sides. We have to talk about each other's team. We, we do. We do. We do. It's just, it's getting like un, un, unbearing. The, the mute button lately on Twitter has just been, and like I said, this is on both sides. Just calm down. Calm Come, come with us. Come to the the realm Here. of positivity that is Philadelphia. I was thinking about this because I was at the game clinching game where Bryce hit the home run and they won, and it was raining and the rain stopped right before he hit it. And like was there movie. was no despair in the crowd. Like usually, like in Philadelphia, it's booze and despair and negativity and misery. And not once did anyone ever waver. And I was thinking this. Philly is a scary place when they get united behind Mm -hmm. negativity. Mm -hmm. The only thing scarier than Philadelphia united by negativity is letting us maniacs get inspired by positivity. That is an unstoppable force. There is no subway pole that we will not run through. There is no grease pole that we will not climb. There is no sprint down broad street that we will not do. When you give us the ability to be positive, Get out of the way. The train is off the tracks. And it's not stopping. <laughs> yeah, it's I first of all, that I I still don't believe that, that was that moment was real the other day with Harper. That's a, that was a movie and putting the moneyball music to it actually just I was like, Yeah, that this looks like a coming attraction to a movie that's coming up and it's gonna be dropping on Disney Plus soon. <laughs> Correct. Uh hundred percent, but like that momentum carries from sport to sport. Yes, it does. So we'll do. We, I, we will talk about football. So I don't know. Jalen Hurts wearing his Houston Astros hat, and everyone's going to cry. He said it perfectly. He's like, "Houston's my hometown. I love them, but I live in Philly now, and this is my home now, and I love this place too." Yep. So our teams. Before we get into the games this week, mm-hmm. you mentioned it before. Cowboys Bears. That all of a sudden has become an interesting game. Where did that performance come from from the Bears? We play the Steelers, which I want to get into the schedule because I'm I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, where do where do we screw up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just did where the positivity thing. 
But first, we made some additions. We made some additions. Both did. Perfect Both timing. of our teams. Yes. Uh, Thank you for both doing these moves together. before we recorded, too. Thank this you was much. awesome. Oh, I, I totally blew by the technical notes of the show. I mean, do we really need them? You don't want to know the guest? No. I mean, I'd want to know the, the guest. Vince wants to know. Actually, everyone wants to know. Ever, I think everyone will want to know the guest because you've probably heard this guy's voice before. You have probably seen his clips before on YouTube or Twitter. The His kids have disappointed him, but I don't think the Eagles are going to disappoint him this year. We have the Philly captain on the show with us to describe the energy in the city that I've been talking about, the Eagles being undefeated, and just everything that's going on from a fan's point of view in Philadelphia. And he'll probably also make fun of Kevin for liking the Yankees and the Cowboys. So I can't think I'm of a better I'm all in time on Red October right now, though. I'm all in behind you guys. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, once we get you over to the Eagles, too, then we're really going to be cooking. Nah, so do you, would you ever, you don't really want me there, though. I would want you as an, as a positive fan, be, not a positive fan, as an educated fan. I would like you as a, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this, though. That's the problem. That's, you know, that's where it goes wrong. You don't deserve to be with us. That's it. Okay. That's fine. I don't need. To. Yeah. I, I have I have the Phillies with you guys, and that's that's fine with me. Yeah. I did this. Exactly. I did this, and I did this in 2008 in college. I was all in love. I was all in on the Phillies. I rooted for them, cheered, watched every second of the game, and then 2009, I wanted them all lined up and shot because they were playing the <laughs> Yankees. So you you missed the positivity boat tonight, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> somebody has to play your role. I guess it's weird. Is this what you deal with every week? Kind like of when I'm in these just, moods where I'm just like, this is the worst. <laughs> Vince just flipped the screens. Now I'm on the right side. Kevin's on the left. Freaky Friday. Bing there bong. we go. All right. Let's get into the news of the day. Robert Quinn is a Philadelphia Eagle traded for a fourth round pick. He will help the defensive line and he will replace Derek Barnett, who tore his ACL in week one. The Eagles make their move before the trade deadline, how he gets another piece. Yeah, and getting him for a fourth-round pick and only having to pay him the vet minimum of 700000 this year is just another steal. I mean, I personally saw what the addition of Robert Quinn midseason can do for a team when he signed with the Dallas Cowboys a few years ago, and he was a rocket shot out of a cannon for the Cowboys, played very well in that catapulted him to his big deal with the bears where he had 18 and a half sacks last year, not on pace, obviously only has one sack so far this year, but that can go a multitude of ways of why he's seen a lot of double teams this year. The bears defense hasn't been playing well and the scheme he's been playing in. Eh, we'll see what happens now when he's on a very formidable defensive line. Very formidable indeed. Now let's, let's break this move down. Eagles fan point of view positivity through the roof. What did I say about all the moves this offseason, right? What did I say? Smart. Drafting. Yep. Common sense. Mm-hmm. It was a common sense move. Trading for A.J. Brown. Common sense move. Yep. Drafting Jordan Davis. Georgia. Defense. Common sense move. Nicobe Dean in the third round is a common sense move. Yep. Investing in linebacker. Common sense move. Investing Getting in Robert your Quinn, future center. Yeah. Future center. Common sense move. This falls directly in line with that. 
as you mentioned, they are barely paying for this guy. The Bears are picking up most of his salary. So there's minimal risk to making this trade. We'll get into the draft pick situation here in a second because I just want to dive into that alone. You're getting a guy who is a season removed from 18 sacks, and you're not even expecting that level of production because you have depth, and now you come in with a low-risk guy who is going to bolster your depth in a position that needs it, and you had to fill a role. Like, you're filling space, you're risking nothing to do it, and you're getting a guy who has proven to be talented and helped teams to do it. It is a common-sense move, and that's what we keep doing, and you have to 100% support moves like that. Like it's just it it's it's the definition of no brainer, and not only a formidable player who I think still has some juice left in him in his game. I mean, he's just another hungry veteran. I feel like right. He he saw his former yep. team in the Rams now win the Super Bowl last year. He was on. He's now seen what life is like playing for a miserable organization like the <laughs> Bears, and now he's literally being thrown from that to the only undefeated team left, maybe the best team in the NFL. Imagine how rejuvenated he feels, how inspired he feels just from going from that team to this team. I mean, look at the expression on Roquan Smith's face when he, did you see when he found out that Quinn was traded live at the podium? He just put his head in his shirt and he like literally had to walk off the podium. That's I hate that. That's that's always rough, you know, but that kind of kind of speaks to who he is as a veteran leader. So, again, it's just like positive, positive, positive. And you talk about that rejuvenated energy, but you're not going to have to like with the depth that you have, you're not going to have to utilize him at a high snap rate, a high snap count. Just go in there and get after it, man. And that's what you can say to all of these different defensive ends because you're going to be behind. Guess what? You're going in on third and eight, third and 11, third and 13. That's when you're in, buddy. Perfect. Get get after it. Exactly. It's Yeah. It's it's like that with a lot of those guys. Like You talk about Jordan Davis. It's like you have one specific role, and it's first and second down, and then you leave it up to guys like Robert Quinn. And it is this like perfect domino chain. You ever see those videos that are like in physics class where they're like, it, the ball hits a domino and the domino hits a mousetrap and then the mousetrap yep. sends a ping pong ball down into a cup and then the cup hits a string and then the string yep. makes a hammer fall like oh it just feels like that's how the eagles are connected right now where they're just in perfectly synchronized which is yep. fantastic it's it a fantastic me. feeling it's great because man. It, it's it's really i have a point about the super bowl season and we'll get there no it's it's also like i've if they weren't, if they, if this team wasn't wearing the Eagle jersey, I would love this team with the pieces that are there. You know what I mean? The personalities mm-hmm. that are there, how they've been built. I kind of go back to like the Twitter sphere here of Cowboys and Eagles, Twitter going at each other, and Cowboys fans are like, oh, still suck. Ah, oh, their D line's still second best in the division. It's like, just why can't for once, like, why is it weird? to give props to another team, even if they're the rival. The Eagles are doing it right now. Like, I don't understand why we can't just admit that and why we can't see that. Everything Howie Roseman's doing is coming up roses. The team is undefeated. Jalen Hurts is undefeated. Until something changes, why do you have to, oh, they still ass. Why? Like, I, do, I, I can't, well, that's going to be a soundbite. I, I just, you could say, listen, 
we have a chance to beat them on Christmas Eve, absolutely the Cowboys have a chance to beat them. But until then, and until things change, just say, you know what, props. Why is that so hard? Why can't we do that in today's society, today of fandom? I just don't you understand. Are, you are – what happened today? You were so caught up on this. I just – it's – I just don't understand. I've, I've hit a point where I just don't understand it anymore. I live with an that, Eagles fan. Let's, I'm married to that's, one that's trying to train my daughter to be one. But you know what? Right now, props. Like, I just I, – they ass. No. They're not. <laughs> I well, I listen. Uh, at least we're getting that soundbite out of this. We'll we'll get you on the positive train. I'm on. I'm on like day. Oh, three. I have positivity going for me right now. I'll get to it. No, that we should. Uh, like we'll get into our games, but it's we're starting to look at the schedule and be like, wait, we're just better. One more thing on the trade, and then I don't know if you want to talk about your signing before we yeah, get into the games. Um, I. Don't like when teams mortgage their future for win now moves. I don't yep. think it ever works. Ever. Amari this, Cooper for a first, you mean? Amari Cooper for a first, for a and first. Then trading for a sixth. Yes, yes. There's also a five. Other ones, a five. Okay, a fifth. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, like there's these like win now moves where you usually sign like an aging veteran and you cost yourself draft picks or serious salary to do it. The Eagles did give up a fourth round pick. They will still have six picks in this upcoming draft, including the New Orleans Saints pick in the first round of a team that is two and five. They may end up with a Super Bowl appearance if we're lucky, uh, the NFC East division winner if we're lucky, and then also have a top five pick and say to yourself, hmm. Who from Georgia or Alabama would I like this time? And they have perfected six, six, six picks, total, including a top five pick. They've yeah. mortgaged none of their future to make this happen. That and is watch before point. November 1st. They're going to get a three for or a two for Andre Dillard. Something like that. It'll pull off some. We'll get that four like back. That. We'll yeah, get that four back. Yeah, yeah they probably will. And we'll be like. It'll be like three years. It'll be some like stud defensive end. And we'll say to ourselves, um, remember that? Remember that uh, Andre Dillard pick? This is who it turned into. I love that when that happens. And that's yep. that's just like the trajectory that we feel like we're on. We're not winning now. We are winning now, today, tomorrow, well into the future. Great. Um, all right. So we'll hop. So like we said, both teams uh, active so far with a week left into the trade deadline. Cowboys went out and got defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins from mm -hmm. the Raiders, formerly drafted from the New York Giants. So he's played in this division before. He was a menace when he was with the Giants and then when he was with the Colts. Not the same player, a little bit older, but he is 340 pounds and he plugs the middle. Something that the Dallas Cowboys are having trouble doing, right? Yeah. Quentin, Quentin Bohanna. For how big he is, 360 pounds gets moved way too easily. Neville Gallimore gets way, moved way too easily. And I don't know what's happening with Neville Gallimore. I think we talked about I talked about it earlier in the week that he was a healthy scratch for the Lions game. So that made my ears perk up of what that could be. And I did some digging. Apparently the team was not happy back in training camp when he came in. They thought he was a little out of shape. 
Um, and he just hasn't been performing. And he was a top pick for them a couple of years ago, was a big performer. So we'll see if they they try and move him. But they go out and get Hankins. They get him for a six-round pick. They're also getting a seventh back from the Raiders. And I, I love the move. It's exactly what this team needs. Is he going to be out there flashy with the stats? No, it's not what his game is, right? It, you know, uh, again, on Twitter, seeing fan base, like, oh, he, he sucks. He doesn't get any sacks. That's not what they signed him for, okay? He's not DeMarcus Lawrence. He's not Micah Parsons. He's not coming here to rush the passer. He's coming here to clog up the middle, to help the run defense, which we've seen have issues. Look what Miles Sanders did against them earlier in the season. Aiden just has left in the middle of the podcast. I'm here. I was listening. And now he's back. I, need, I thought the phone charger was closer than it was, and I was reaching, and it wasn't there. That's what happened. I had, I had some facts that I wanted to bring up, and if my phone died, then, then we'd be okay. in trouble. So he, But I wasn't. He, obviously, I think this is a division-type move as well. You see what they have coming up. Justin Fields, running quarterback. They're having issues with that. They're going to play Jalen Hurts again. They're going to play Miles Sanders again. The Eagles or the Giants can run the ball this year with Saquon Barkley. So they they the needed an answer. Giants are good. How did that happen? I Brian. I Dable. still don't understand. They, they they sacrificed Joe Judge, and they that's why the God, the football well, gods, have blessed them. And we sacrificed our TikTok for him too. Yes, we did, bastard. <laughs> um, so I think what you're going to see with Jonathan Hankins is not somebody that's going to fill up the stat sheet but it's going to help others, right? Leighton mm-hmm. Vander Esch is going to play better. Anthony Barr, this is going to free up Micah Parsons even more. Damone Clark, the rookie linebacker, Aiden, with the spinal fusion, he has been activated to the 53-man roster as of today. So if the I think he's going to start with special teams. Huh? Yeah. Oh, no, he looks. <laughs> they said he looks better than he did before. So he's actually apparently been clocked faster than Micah Parsons and Micah's pissed in practice with their GPS numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that could be scary with the two of them out on the field. So I think that Jonathan Hankins signing one is going to, like I said, help the run defense, which needs it. And two is going to get guys being able to play more straight line. Like a Leighton Vander Esch who needs that. You see in the, in the tape, his, his ability to take on double teams is, is great. So We'll see. Uh, you know, a six-round pick. Again, like you just said, they, they didn't give up the farm for him. Um, and it's I, I love it because it's it's something that the media and the fans have been talking about that they need. And they've never had these big, fat guys up the middle. Rod Marinelli didn't believe in them, right? He's like, oh, we want the, the – no. Give me some big, fat dudes in the middle. Bring back fat clock. Yes, please. Who can clog up the damn middle, stop the run, and keep my linebackers clean. If I can get a couple guys like that, I'm happy. So I'm happy today. Positivity. Thank you. All right. Now you're now you're getting the gist of this. Now you're understanding where we're going we with are. everything. We're positive today. This is the positive vibes only show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's um, the what's the intro? This yeah. is the cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Hope, yeah. <laughs> That's what we are. But I will say there is a but. I don't want the Cowboys to be done at the trade deadline just with this. They should see if Amari Cooper's available. They they should. But you think Randy Gregory from the Broncos, if they keep falling? He's been been hurt, so he's not playing. So I don't want him back. And, hey, 
Uh, Randy Gregory's high in sacks in a season is six. Doran Armstrong already has six this year. So, yeah. But no, what I really want them to do is is try and upgrade this receiving core because that is where we are lacking right now. If you believe that you have a championship defense, go help this offense, right? Because Amari Cooper's gone. Cedric Wilson's gone. Joking about bringing one of them back. I would actually bring Cedric Wilson back. Miami's not using him at all. And they need a guy who actually can like go up and get the football like fight for it, kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't know, A.J. Brown does for the Eagles. I was going to say, A.J. Brown, like that guy. Like that guy. Um, you know, like Des Bryant used to, like Amari Cooper used to, like Cedric Wilson used to. They don't have that guy right now. C.D. Lamb looked like that guy for one drive against the Giants that won it, but the rest of the time, you know, he's kind of just been there. He's been very consistent, but he's not that guy. Michael Gallup. Definitely not that guy right now. I don't know if it's his head or his knees not ready. He's just, he had two targets last week. And then Noah Brown is kind of turning back into a pumpkin. He fumbled (laughs) towards the goal line earlier. He missed the first play. So like, that's not there. Your third round pick who was supposed to be a starter this year, Jalen Tolbert, can't even stay active. He's only been active for three out of seven games. He has one catch for four yards. You need to go out and help the quarterback. Get him another weapon. Get him a guy that can go get the football. And I'm sick of hearing, you know, well, you know, James Washington went down in training camp. Well, we're just going to play it out and see how how it goes with Noah Brown and Semi Fahoko, who's now on IR. Don't do that again, right? Don't be like, well, Dak's back now. Let's see how it goes. James Washington's going to come back soon. Let's see how it goes. No. See if you can go out, get a guy like KJ Hamler. Get a guy like Jerry Judy. I'm I would be good with Chase Claypool. Go back and get Seth oh. Wilson. Or you know what? Go jump in that sweepstakes in free agency. Odell Go court Odell Beckham. No, I don't know if they're gonna get him. I I really think he's gonna go to the Bills, but I mean, talk about a guy with star power. You tell me he wouldn't love to play with the star in his helmet, please. So I believe. They need to continue. If they can get one of those type of guys, positivity town will be through the roof. (laughs) All right. There we go. Now we're getting to the positivity Uh town. All right. Let's talk positivity town. We got two games this week. I feel confident and it is getting to be to the point. So I think the comparisons, everybody compares everything in the city to the 2017 Eagles Super Bowl. And I get it because we haven't had that much success. So, like, you compare it to what you know. Yep. But for me, there was one point in that season where I started to look at the schedule and I was trying to find ways, like, this could go wrong. And I remember, like, playing the Broncos and saying to myself, "Uh, I can't find anything. Like, there's just – I can't find a way in which this doesn't work. Like, I don't know how this is a loss. You're calling timeout, yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, I am so upset, speaking of the Broncos, that Russell Wilson did not come to Philadelphia because it would just be <laughs> perfect right now if he was an Eagle. Can you imagine him walking off the podium after scoring six points and being like, go birds? Like, oh. you see, would eat him. He'd be, I don't think he would survive. I think it would kill go birds. 
That's actually a great question. Like, would Go Bird survive if he said that after every game and was doing this in Philadelphia? I think it'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually think like, that's a legitimate fly. question. Like, would we still say Go Birds as a society and as a city if we were losing the way that the Broncos were with him using that as like Broncos country, let's ride? I, I genuinely think it would kill it, but I don't know. It's like unstoppable force versus a movable object. I, I don't it know. It might be one of those things that you just need to cleanse yourself of it and then go back to it. The the airplane thing is just uh. like there's nothing worse than like when you're on an airplane and somebody's just restless and you're like, man, I can I can sleep. Can you let yep. the people who can sleep sleep? Oh. Um, but him going back and forth like that's got to be so annoying. Like I I, I don't know. I don't but like know. What? I'm doing the positivity podcast. I don't know well, what the Broncos do. But we what don't have is, to deal with it. So I guess it is a positivity. I just don't understand like what putting that out there does for him. Like, is that for your brand? Like, I don't at this point, and, it like backfires on you. Like there's some guys who are like, oh, he worked so hard. But now it's like, oh, you like people can spot a clown. They can spot you know a fake. It Philadelphia it me. can oh, spot a fraud a mile away. That guy would not last. It it officially hit me how much of a fraud he was last year when he was doing fake handoffs or when he was yes. hurt with the hand and he was talking in the huddle. Like, all right, but you've been in this league how long? You don't have to practice the huddle. Yeah, and <laughs> just like that whole thing. And he like comes out and he like puts his hands out as if he's replicating high-fiving fans. And it's like, oh God, yeah, that too. Yeah. You, you wouldn't remember to put your hand out if there was like a small child nearby who wanted to high-five. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Like uh, he's not ruining the positivity podcast. No, let's back just say back to positivity. You dodged a bullet. We dodged a bullet. Correct. Yeah. Having Jalen hurts instead of him is the ultimate positivity podcast. moment. Yes. Is yep. the fact that we're like, Hey, Jalen hurts might be MVP. And we're not talking about our quarterback doing high knees on the plane. Mm-hmm. So we're happy. Yeah, we're very happy. So like, but that was the first game where I was like, I'm looking at the schedule and I don't know how we lose. Yeah, I, I'm and looking back at your schedule season. right now too. And so, yeah, so let's go through it. You name the team, I'll name the quarterback that we play. Okay, this Sunday at oh no, home against home. the Steelers. Kenny Pickett at home, a rookie quarterback versus this defense at home. This is the game where it starts. Th- I'll just do the game day, the game day previews for the rest of the season. This is the game where it starts slow and we might be up like ah, 10, three, seven, three. And then he starts to force things and this spirals out of control. And not only Kenny Pickett in Philadelphia, Kenny Pickett in Philadelphia while the Phillies are in the world series on an off day. Correct. Waiting for the Phillies to come home and play the next day. Do not let us win a game in Houston. Speaking of winning a game yep. in Houston, who's up next? Thursday night, prime time, Houston Texans, another off day during the World Series. Davis Mills is the quarterback, and they are tanking. And yes, it's the off day of the Houston Phillies World Series with Houston Philly in football. And I will say, as of right now, the Eagles are 11-point favorites against Houston and 9-point favorites against the Texans. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Well, and we don't have to do the whole rest of the schedule, but just keep look, keep nah, looking. Yeah, all and, right. So you know, home against the Commanders. Taylor Heineke is now their quarterback again. Mm-hmm. At the Colts, Sam Ellinger 
is now the starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, which can I just do like a little bit of a victory lap? It's just like you have the, uh, yeah, it's like you can't keep going back to the same scapegoat. He what? Listen, he wasn't on the team when you lost to the Jaguars in 2014. You can blame him in 2021, but you haven't won there since. And the guy you got for him, not good. Sam Ellinger is who the Eagles are going to play. I think here could be an issue. I think this is probably where the all blacks are going to appear for the first time, but Sunday night mm-hmm. football at home against the Packers. Now the Packers aren't good. Yep. But it's Aaron Rodgers. But still. And it's like it's the perfect moment for that game because that's like a get up game. That's yep. like it's Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers. And you perceive the Packers to be good. And part of me still thinks like they're kind of I know. I can't yeah, I can't bit, contemplate right? that they've lost all these games. I, I know them in the Buccaneers. I'm like, you're good still, right? Like you're, yeah. you're, this is all a facade. You're Chargers. just pretending to be bad. Chargers, <laughs> dude, I, I need help. I gotta be, there's gotta be like some support group that you guys can send me to. And I'll sit in a circle and I'll say, hi, my name is Aiden. And I'll be like, hi, Aiden. And I'll be like, I'm addicted to the Chargers. And just let it all out. And it might fix me. I hope. I don't think there's there is a group be like that because there are no Chargers fans. Why do I care more? Why am I more invested in that team than they are? I don't get it. I just can't quit, man. It's just, uh-huh. I can't do it. All right. Then you are at home one o'clock for the Titans. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that AJ Brown game, he oh, might yeah. have 452 yards receiving. And three touchdowns. And three touchdowns. Um, at the Giants, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I still at, don't believe that they're good. At the Bears, Justin Fields can't complete a pass. No. At the Cowboys, well, Dak's back. So, like, yeah, that's like the first time where you're like, wow. But imagine, no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. If I say what I was gonna say, we would lose to the Steelers by 17. That the, I'll, that I'll the Eagles are 12 and 0 going into that game. I was, that's where I was headed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, but I was thinking, I was thinking of it from like our point of view, like how cool that would be if we were doing a show on a Christmas episode where mm-hmm. we're undefeated going to the Cowboys. Like from a show perspective, at least, like that's the way the place that would be. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think just to round it out, I think who even knows who the Saints quarterback will be the following yep. week. And then it's like, those Giants games again. start to yeah Giants again at the end of the season with Daniel Jones. So it's like, yeah, I know I'm starting to be like trying to look for reasons and really struggling. And things well, can go wrong. People can get injured. I I don't know. Like I just don't know right now. And the other thing, and this is looking way too far ahead, but I'm going to do it anyway. You look at the playoffs, and you look at the NFC playoffs right now right eagles would be in okay cowboys would be in what's their playoff success been nothing the vikings would be in kirk cousins um the giants would be in daniel jones on the seahawks would be in that is smith incredible like they if there's a pod if there's a seahawks podcast out there where they do like hawks first Rams are, I don't even know, Hawks versus guards. Yep. <laughs> and there's like an alternate reality version 
of of this show, like a Rick and Morty Over episode there. where they're like on the West Coast and do a podcast uh-huh. like this. That guy's even more positive than me, the Seahawks fan. <laughs> you know what, that, what is happening? That's what I saw. I saw a this is a different topic, but on the same is I saw a map of the Fox games this week and where all the games are going to be. So mm-hmm. like the 75% of the country, the one o'clock game is going to have the Cowboys game. And then there's like pockets of other ones and all up in like Oregon and everything. It's all the Cowboys game, but there's like a pocket like this big that's getting the Atlanta game. And I was like, what the fuck's going on up there? And I was like, oh, Marcus Mariota, Oregon. They're playing oh. his game. I was like, ah. That's pretty interesting. That's yeah. a good idea. I mm-hmm. thought you were going to say like how the Seahawks have like the uh, the only they play the only game this week featuring two teams with a winning record, which is just wild. That's insane. And that, I think they so, play the Jets. Eagles play. Mistaken. Yes, they do. And the Eagles play at one on CBS, correct? Yeah, we're on CBS because it's usually what they do is if you play at home against an AFC team, you're on the AFC network yep. and vice versa. So, so the, the Cowboys are at one. It looks like we're going to get both games, I think. There you go. Positivity. Everything's coming up us. It's a great feeling. We're doing it. We're all right. But yeah, I am. Uh, I agree with you on this with the Eagle schedule. It scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, can we do that same project real quick? I was about to say, just flip it to the Cowboys and we'll yeah. do that. And then we'll talk to the Philly captain. All right. So. <clears throat> Bears at home. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. And I, I the Patriots just might be bad. I don't yeah, think the Bears I, have figured it out. No, we'll see. I, I think the way that defensive line plays for the Patriots, I just don't think they could handle it. So we'll see if Jonathan Hankins can help with this. But um, yeah, I mean, and Justin Fields attempts like 10 passes a game. So um, we shall see. So then it's bye week, which I like heading into the the Packers. Well, Aaron Rodgers, and you know what he's done to you guys, that that's Mm -hmm. one of the best memes of all time. This is Is Mike McCarthy's first game back there. Yeah, that's a real X factor. I'm sure it'll go just like A.J. Brown against the Titans. Uh-huh. Hey, he's been better this year. Um, at So, th- I mean, this is uh, at the Packers, at the Vikings, back-to-back weeks. Don't that, love that. See, that, that's tough. Uh, but what time What time is the Vikings game? Because that depends on which quarterback. It's either, You might be playing a bad quarterback. It's what? 425. It's a primetime game? No, 425. So, primetime. Like, so, well, I yeah, count I that as primetime. Yeah. There'll okay. be the mar- marquee matchup on Fox, right? Yes. Uh, CBS. Okay. Well, that's a loss. Um, home against For the, the Giants. Vikings. Yeah, I mean, home Daniel against Jones. the Giants. Yep. Uh, home against the Colts. Sam Ellinger. Home against the Texans. Davis Mills. At the Jags. Trevor Lawrence? Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't see much. I think he's good. He will eventually be good, but he's he is the he is the new version of the Packers and the Bucks. Like you're good, right? Yeah, like, they're like the new school. Like, are you good? Like we were just. Th- I feel like also Trevor Lawrence was just thrown down our throats for six years from the time he was in high school through all his years at Clemson. We're like, oh yeah, he's well, just good. They just never lost. Yeah, ever. This this is uh, this is funny. Unrelated. <laughs> doesn't go with the positive positivity podcast. There's a number that just texted me 
Um, and I, I don't know whose number it is. And they're just like, when are they going to fire him? So I think the Sixers lost. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Which is like so funny. Where I'm like, positive, positive, positive. <laughs> and I didn't, and I don't know what, what the number is. But they're like, when are they going to fire him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Doc. Um, home against the Eagles. Yeah. Shit. Gardner mentioned maybe at that point. Yeah, yeah, it might be resting all the stars. Uh, at oh, the yeah. Titans, and then at the Commanders. Who I don't even know who the quarterback will be. In but might be Carson by then. It might be Carson. Carson again. It might. It might be Carson then Taylor Heineke again. For all we know, hey, we'll just call out the wild card. Yeah, but so that could be anybody. So, but we're this. The path is there. It's well, is. There are paths like in Mario Kart. You'd be you'd see Rainbow Road, and you're like, "Well, we could fall off this one real easily." And then you do Luigi Circuit, and you're like, "I just have to drive one loop, and I'll be back." And like, I feel like I can do this. That's this schedule. There's points when we were you were on Rainbow Road at one point at the beginning of the season. Dak got hurt. You're looking at the schedule, and like, I could fall off the edge here real fast. I could get unless I'm getting 12th place torpedo, we're in yep. trouble. And they did. And Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is the 12th place Mario Kart torpedo. I am back. My analogy is back. Uh, and I completely forgot that that Giants game is the Thanksgiving game. Oh, that's well, they, really well then, then that's a loss for the Cowboys because they always ruin your Thanksgiving. Like, that's a loss. Yeah. yeah. So I don't look, that's gonna that's rough because now I don't know who to root for. Usually I'm so used to rooting against you, but at that point I might have to root against the Giants because I yeah, oh they're somehow good. I'll get you some Cowboys. I'm still shocked here. I just yeah. I would love to see you sitting at your Thanksgiving table with Cowboys jersey on. You should just do yeah. that. Just sit down, don't say anything to any of your family. They they would put me in an institution. They'd think something was wrong. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's the schedule, really right? Schedule looks what the schedule it is. And, and speaking of this game with the Bears this week, so Cowboys open as a nine and a half point favorite. I, I they need to win this game, right? Especially heading into the bye, you're coming off the big win against the Lions. Now, the 24 to six score against the Lions looks a lot different than the, than the actual game was. And I know you didn't even know football existed on Sunday, but. I mean, Cowboys were losing six three at halftime. I, I did actually did not know that. I'm being completely dead honest. And also, I, like I thought they postponed it when Bryce hit that home run. Like you're telling me they still played? What? They still played football. Football. Well, still that happened. seems ridiculous. But okay, sure. And no, I didn't know that they were down six to three. Yes, they were down That's six cool three, school. and shocking that the, the Lions had a lead at halftime and then blew it. How about that? And then didn't score in the second half. Yeah, they they have some questions. But they this do. is the positivity podcast. It is. On on Lions versus Bears, they need their, you know, they've got a they, that might be negative negative. So the who is the Bears leading receiver this year? Uh God, I assume Darnell Mooney, but I feel like that's no that's not the right yeah. answer. It is, but is, is it? So Darnell Mooney, how many catches? How many yards? Uh, it's, uh, it's under three hundred yards. Not catches. Sorry. How many catches? Felt like that. I, it's less than twenty. He has less than twenty receptions. You're fine. 
20 receptions for 294 yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is dead on. Yes. That is exactly what I expected. <laughs> That's, yep. Justin Fields is 60, uh, 76 for 136 for 1,048 yards, five touchdowns, six picks. Yikes. I, yeah. I mean, they, they looked good on Monday night, and they clearly have the – they might just do what the Eagles did last year, and they're like, okay, we're just going to run it one million times. But their yeah. offensive line's also bad, so I don't I don't know. Exactly. They had one it of should their be uh, starters like, get carted off the field, so it should be a – I mean, this need this needs to be just a, a run-through game for Dallas. Mm-hmm. But is Zeke going to play? We don't know now. He, uh, he hyper-extended his knee – Against the Lions, didn't look good, but stayed in the game, had two touchdowns, but now did not practice on Wednesday. He says he wants to play, but I feel like they can win this game even without him. No Robert Quinn now playing against the Cowboys. So I think Tony Pollard could could handle the load with uh, with Davis back there as well. So we'll see. I think they Dallas needs to attack this game, right, offensively and defensively. Just attack the Bears. Don't let them hang around. Don't let them feel like they can stay in this game sort of like they did with the Patriots and let that momentum, let them smelling themselves against the Patriots use that against them, right? Bring them back down to earth. They're also playing. They went to new England short week and now they're coming to Dallas. So you played at home, you stayed at home. You're still at home. Go win the goddamn game and head into the bye week. It's as simple as that. It's really not that hard. You're you're totally right. This needs to be two run through games where we're doing the positivity game day reaction show. Yep. On yep. Sunday night. Now the question I have for you is: There anyone on the Steelers is a former Eagle, so we can continue the meme? I don't think so. I don't think so. Make unfortunately, I could. Yeah, we'll make somebody up. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. That was that meme really gave us a lot of, a lot of juice, Just, on social media. A lot of juice. You know who we'll else find has a way to juice? Continue it on social media, the Philly captain. This guy is an all-time quote machine. I love him. I, I've There's been multiple times where I've come across his stuff and I legit laugh out loud, just sitting by myself looking at my phone, laugh out loud. So we're about to bring him on. Let's talk to him for a few minutes. I want to get a pulse of the city from somebody who is boots on the ground at all times, at the stadiums, at the tailgates. At the concerts with Flo Rida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everywhere. This guy is the best. So here he is, Flo Rida, sponsored by Delco Steaks and Stateside Bar. All right, Aiden. You know, we had to bring this guy in today because everything is coming up Philly right now, right? The Eagles are undefeated. The Phillies are in the World Series. The Flyers are playing hockey, and Ben Simmons can't make a shot for the Nets. So everything is coming up, Philly. So we had to bring in the guy named the Philly Captain. Everybody has seen him. He's all over social media. He hates TikTok, but you should follow him anyway because TikToks are fire. But it's the Philly Captain. Next week's the World Series. Actually, tomorrow's the World Series. How are you feeling right now? We're 24 hours away from the World Series, and there's only one thing I'm worried about is how little sleep do I need? Because I can't fall. I'm, I'm just, it's like the day before Christmas. There's no way I'm going to be able to fall asleep tonight. And uh, the game's at 8 o'clock. So, so I got to figure out when I'm, I, that's all I'm worried about because we're going to win tomorrow. That's no problem. 
Um, but I'm just I'm, all I'm worried about is my sleep schedule. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I think so, that's fair. And it does feel like Christmas, to be honest. You know, it's exactly. like the Eve. You're just waiting. You're just waiting right now. Especially, uh, it feels like Christmas, but you got coal. Or, uh, it feels like Christmas, and you snuck into your parents' room where they hide the presents, and your sibling got presents, but you didn't because you got the email from the Philly saying you got no tickets. <laughs> so, so you know Christmas is coming, and it's going to be fun, but you're not getting a present. Listen, listen, you sound like a spoiled brat. <laughs> and not everybody gets to go to the games in person. Life sucks. It's a bitch. You get to watch it on TV. Oh, no, I get to watch it in 4K. How horrible. In a house where the weather's going to be warm and the beers aren't $15. Every, it, it's going to be a fantastic time to watch it at, the, at, at your house. It is. It is. <laughs> All right. So before Aiden hits you with a, a flurry of questions, because he's the Philly guy, I every time we have a guest on, whether they be a media personality, a fan, a, uh, an athlete. We always ask them, the city that you represent, you obviously represent Philly. You need to tell us what your favorite thing is about Philly sports, social media, or Twitter, and your least favorite thing. All right. My favorite thing about Philly sports media Social media. I tell you what, I hate social media. Um, I like, you know who I like? I like Jamie, face paint guy. You guys know face paint oh, guy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Philly sports guy. That's what they really call him. But uh, I call him face paint guy because we're personal friends. That's what I get to call him. <laughs> I like him. He's really, really good. And I know him. And, you know, I know he looks like a crazy guy because he wears the paint and he has the mohawk. But he's a really, really good guy. And he has kids come up to him every game, but they're dumb phones, putting them in his face. And every time he's really, really nice. And uh, he makes a lot of people happy. So he's my favorite thing okay. about Philadelphia social. I, 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 uh, my least favorite thing in Philadelphia sports um, are the, the, the sports talk radio callers. Thank you. They're, um, they're, uh, they're horrible. Um, First time uh, in a long time. Yeah, they're the worst. They're just the worst. They just say dumb things, and um, I, 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 uh, I don't really care about what the guy who works at Home Depot what his take is on the World Series. Who give? Who cares about his opinion? Um, so that, that's my least favorite thing. But that's radio. I don't even know if that's social media. Is that anything anymore? Yeah, they have their own social media accounts. So that it counts because count, I complain about it all the time. Anytime things are going well, it seems like the radio brings it down with something negative. But mm -hmm. we'll keep it positive. Before we brought you in, I was all positive. Energy has been crazy. Phillies World Series, Eagles undefeated. You've been boots on the ground there in South Philadelphia at the sports complex. Describe what the energy has been like around there. Oh, my God. Um, it, it felt like, um, oh, it, you know what? It, it felt like, like we were caged animals and, and we were just, we've been waiting a decade and just pacing and waiting. And then it seemed like game one of the NLDS, they let us out of our cages and we just attacked the Atlanta Braves with just the, the most craziest chants and heckles. And the crowd was just a lot. I mean, you could feel the crowd. Like when, when something, you could feel people just standing up and yelling. You could feel the section shake. Um, 
I didn't get to go to any of the games in the 08 run. I, I, I became a pairing at that time, so I couldn't figure out a way to spend that money on the ticket. But I've never, I've never, I've been to Eagles games uh, at the vet, and and I don't remember the stadium shaking like that. It's, it's the, 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 you can't, it's really, really electric. And even when the weather's bad and, or the team's down a little bit, the crowd's pretty, pretty, um, they're, they're the best crowds I've ever been around. I can't confirm. I don't, were you there for game five? Cause it, it rained that almost that entire time. The, the skies cleared for Bryce's right. home run. It was like the gods were looking down upon us, but everybody stood that whole time. Even when it was raining, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I make YouTube videos. Uh, that's, that's what I, 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 I doc, I've been doc, I've been to every playoff game so far at, at home. And um, I document, you can see it in the video, it, it, all the bars, like the inside bars uh, were packed with like hundreds of people. You can see like the, the top 400 level, I would say half the people were underneath. So they, we kind of lost our home field advantage for two or three innings uh, during that game. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. It was like if this was a regular game, it'd be a rain delay, but we're playing. Oh, my God, it, that's, that's the power of money. Money, oh, yeah. TV, and advertising. And it, but it worked out in the end. Now, you brought up your YouTube videos. I think some of the first ones I ever saw were you and the Braves bullpen coach going at it. Your, your arch nemesis. So here's what I'm going to do. My co-host, Kevin, as we were talking about, he is a Cowboys-Yankees fan. So oh, my God. oh my God! Oh my God! Hold on! Can I, I just, uh, can give I, you the floor for the next thirty seconds? Can I explain it all? I can't. Can I explain? No. Could you explain besides? Oh, whoa, 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 no! Yes, please explain this. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I'm a Yankees fan because I grew up in North Jersey. My, okay. I grew up with season tickets from my parents. I had no choice. Okay. But I, I had I do, no choice. I, yeah. Well, then. But it's I not do. religion. Aiden, Aiden, admit, admit it. I never say a bad thing about the Phillies. I am all in on Red October. My daughter is, is decked out in Phillies gear, so I'm I'm all in. But that is my – but the Cowboys, you know, it is what it is. My, my no, dad no, 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 watch... bullshit. You can't just gloss okay. over it I, like I that. My dad, Why the right, Cowboys? Right. So, I, so multiple reasons. One, my dad didn't really watch football. My uncle did. He was a diehard Cowboys fan because he his first ever football game when he was a kid, he watched the ice ball and he wanted the underdog. He didn't like the Packers, fell in love with the Cowboys, was a Cowboys fan ever since. He kind of taught me the game. And not going to lie, I grew up in the 90s. They were winning Super Bowls. I say you're a front-running fraud. Yeah, but, and hello, it sounds hello, like your uncle on. has a gambling but, problem. But, and uh, because but, of your uncle's gambling problem, you're rooting for the Cowboys. Okay, I got you. But it's been how many years of misery and I'm still hanging on. So – Front runner, not anymore. Now I'm just miserable. I mean, don't blame me for your problems. You know, <laughs> I, every time, every time I meet somebody, especially in our area, and my wife's like, "Hey, the Cowboys fan." My response is, "Everybody has their flaws. This one's just mine." Yeah, no, it's a horrible flaw. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean that, and uh, you know, I get the. I honestly, I understand the Yankees thing. That makes sense, but the uh, Cowboys thing is absolutely. Uh, Probably one of the worst things I ever heard a human being say. Well, I probably would have been a Giants or a Jets fan, and that would have been much worse. Probably a Jets fan. You sound like a Jets fan. 
That honestly, I can't tell if that'd be better or worse at this point. Honestly. Worse, much worse. Probably worse. Much it's worse. worse. Yeah, the Giants are a much better organization. But I, hope, I, I please at least Aiden tell him I'm not one of those fans. I'm not a DC four L. I hate the Cowboys fan base with a passion. That's hate fair. Them. He does say that. Yeah, hate and them. he has been supportive of the Phillies thus far. So. I can at least. I mean, who, who's not supporting the Phillies? What are you talking about? Everybody in the country, everybody in the country is rooting for the Philadelphia Phillies. Isn't there, that... there, there is not one sane person who's rooting against the Phillies. The Houston Astros are cheaters. Mm-hmm. They are known cheaters. Everybody knows that, and they won it a few years ago because they're dirty, oh, dirty, 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 dirty cheaters. And, yes, and they are. And everybody's rooting for us. There's not, there's nobody. And know what the thing is? We're assholes. They don't want to root for us, but they have to. Yeah. Isn't that the best feeling that this happened again, where it was just like playing the Patriots. We're like, yep. they called Philly scumbags, everything, hated us right. as a fan base. And now you we have are to. the saving grace and they have to root for us. Isn't that right. a great feeling? It's, a, it's the best. No, no, the best feeling is when the Mets get eliminated from the playoffs. That's the best feeling. Yeah. But now everybody having to root for us. That's just, that's, I love it. I love it. So, (laughs) so putting, putting it in perspective and all together here, because obviously it's a football podcast, but do you think that the gods are, are just shining down here? Because if you look at the schedule over the next week and a half, right, it's Friday, Saturday, Phillies in Houston, Sunday, the Eagles play at home, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Phillies at home, Thursday, Eagles in Houston, and then Phillies in Houston Friday, Saturday, if it goes seven. It doesn't we don't even have to worry about Friday, Saturday. Don't go back to Houston. Uh yeah, that's a I tell you what, um, there will be at least ten people who live in the city of Philadelphia who will get divorced because of this week. <laughs> It's a guaranteed bet. Ten people in this city, in this area, there will be a fight caused about going out too much mm-hmm. or gambling too much because of this week. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely see that. If somebody's not a sports fan and somebody is, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a real clash this week. Uh-huh. It's perfect. It's perfection. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Now, I think I know your answer to my next question because you you're you're content watching it on TV. A lot of people were complaining about the lottery. Um, oh, I didn't say I was watching it on TV. Um, you're I'm just saying you should be content watching oh, it. On TV. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, I'm yeah, I didn't say I was watching it on TV. <laughs> I'm still trying to get in. Um, well, how about this? What would you sacrifice for a World Series ticket, an Eagles Super Bowl ticket? Like, what's the biggest thing you would sacrifice to get in these games, a game of that magnitude? Uh, I'm getting in. I'm in. Uh, That's all that matters. Right. Uh, I did, you know, face value ticket. No problem. Here you go. Uh, what would I give up? I'll tell you what, when the Eagles were in that, that Super Bowl against Jacksonville, I don't know, man. That really, I, I, if it's over 500 bucks, I'm not even thinking about it. Nah, it's okay. I'll watch it on TV. Hell, with that money, I'll go buy a nice TV. <laughs> you can buy a TV to watch it on. Right, I'll buy a nicer TV to watch it on. It's a bigger reward. Because I tell you what, um, going not, not that I go to prostitutes, but going to uh, going to a prostitute, I'm sure it's like instant like 
oh man, why did I waste that money as soon as you're done doing it? Because you're like, oh, I could seconds later. Right, right? So that's all a sporting event is. It's kind of like a prostitute. But if you <laughs> wait, you can, you can invest your money wisely and get a TV, you know? And then you get to enjoy multitude of sporting events on said TV instead of just one right. sporting event. Right. Interesting. Right. Interesting. I okay. can honestly say that's the first time in Birds vs. Boys history that uh, sports have been compared to prostitutes. It's perfect, though. It makes market. perfect sense. <laughs> and so, it does make sense. So I mentioned earlier, my, so my wife and I have an eight-month-old daughter. Um, ah. She should be sleeping right now. I need to know what I need to do as a parent besides the the just the, you know, don't raise her as a Cowboys fan because I think I've already lost that battle. So w- what do I need to do so she doesn't disappoint me? Oh, listen. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you know, kids, kids bring home F's and tests, right? And when they do that, 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 that's not a proud moment. You don't, you don't think to yourself, God damn, I love being a parent of this one right now that, you know, that's, that sometimes kids disappoint you. It's not, you'll, you'll understand, uh-huh. um, when kids, I, I, I'm a parent of four and, uh-huh. uh, I'm a grandparent of a five month old and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's outrageous what's going on. And, um, you know, people, people act like parenting is this beautiful, wonderful, amazing thing where, where nothing ever bad happens and everything's, uh, uh, you know, but let me tell you this, the Christmas pageants, they're horrible. You got to sit through there for two hours and maybe one kid out of the thousands talented. It's awful. Science fairs. You're going to have to make science fair projects. Children will cry. Your wife will yell. It's awful. Parenting is not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so anyway, congratulations on having the kid. <laughs> Thank you very much. Aiden will never have a child now. Probably after that, probably. No, nah, dude, don't. I mean, seriously, look at this world. How are children yep. going to afford to buy a house in the future? I have no idea, and it terrifies me because I have four of them, and they all fucking live here. <laughs> oh, God. But at least it's a wonderful time for everyone to be together right now. Are they all all as passionate as you for Philly sports? No. 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 Not one of them. You know oh, what I do? Wow. I come home from the games and my kid goes, yo, did they win the World Series? Oh. And I said, no, that's not yet. And they said, well, when is that? I said, it's coming up soon. I said, when that happens, I'll tell you, you'll start worrying then. But that's that's the sports updates my kids get. So they don't even really watch at all. They don't go with you to the games, anything? No, <laughs> no. I've been to 60 games this year. Wow. And I think I brought someone with my fam of my family. If I say five times, I guarantee it. It's definitely not that. I might be five times. Yeah. No. Wow. That is remarkable that the uh, genetics just didn't pass down. You're like one of the top fans that we have, and the genetics just didn't pass it down at all. Why? Well, maybe. Let's let, let's think about this logically. All right. I'm loud. I'm really annoying, and if, if I was someone's dad, like my child, I would be kind of embarrassed to go to a game with me uh, <laughs> because I I could see it. I get it. I get it. Um, but but saying that they should you know, they should they should know when the World Series is. 
do they ever do people ever do they ever say to you like yeah our dad was on tv again like did they say anything to you when you had the quote about being disappointed but the phillies weren't going to disappoint you this year they yeah well I, I go i go viral once in a while it's like yeah. that's like one of the, so they know that's what i do i'm kind of like a comedian yeah. um my, my my one kid <clears throat> his boss said hey uh, your dad said you were a disappointment on TV. And he was like, what? And then he saw the clip and he, he was like, okay, yeah, no, it's funny. Um, uh, but yeah, no, they, that, that's, that's, that's just what I do. They know that's what, that's part of the game. You find, you find two world series tickets for me and my wife. I will let you baptize my daughter at home plate in citizens bank park. Well, She's listen, in- for, uh, I, I'm, I'm an atheist. So you don't want me baptizing anything. Uh, uh, I, I am, I am a, uh, I am a captain. Like, uh, like I have, I have a, uh, I'm an ordained minister of Universal Life Church. So um, I could, I could marry your whoever. No, I, I don't know. I, I am single. When I get married, you can absolutely do my wedding. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But let's, let me tell you this about marriage. Here we go. Eh, you know, nah, it ain't all worth it. All you're, all you're Long agreeing time. to is that if you break up, you're going to have to give her a lot of shit. <laughs> or she's going to have to give you a lot of shit. I mean, not be sexist. <laughs> one, Aiden. Just one. Just so, one. Yeah. Just yeah. One. Well, just if one. it does happen, you're my first call in terms oh, of. Well, that, please. It'd be an honor. Uh, I, I love marrying uh, people. Uh, love is my favorite thing. <laughs> All right. I've got one last question, then we'll get you out of here and we'll let you plug everything that you do because I know you got quite a lot these days. You talked uh, about you've gone viral a few times. So the one that I remember, let's power rank these things. Which was better for you, the Flowrider concert right after COVID or the other day, the Bryce Harper home run clinch go to the World Series? Which was better for you? Oh, man. Wow. That's me. Wow. I'm going to tell you the truth about that home run. I think the Reese Hopkins home run, I, that affected me more emotionally like i like i that just that just like it just shocked my system um man this is like see if you tell me to pick one of my favorite kids boom no problem here it is that's who that is but you tell me to pick one of my favorite man that flow rider thing you have no idea what that meant to me um shoot I don't know, man. That's a tie. It's a tie. It's so hard. <laughs> oh, tie goes you, to the runner. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. I uh, I suffer. I'm bipolar. I have bipolar disorder. And during the pandemic, I did. I, I music affects my mood, right? Mm-hmm. So if I listen to happy upbeat music, it keeps me uh, happy. So I just I discovered Flow Rider during the pandemic. And he kind of kept me sane during the pandemic. So I know people are like, what the hell? How could this mean? It really me seeing him in concert. I'm now friends with him. We text. Um, it really, it really, it meant a lot to me at that time. So it's, awesome. I know it sounds like it's a no brainer, but it's hard. That is that's a an amazing backstory. I didn't, know, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's amazing. That makes it, that makes the, the whole video and the viralness of it so much better. 10 times better. And. Yeah, and I got to perform with him in Baltimore late this summer. It's it really it's it really led to some amazing things. Um, I got to host a TV show because of it. Uh, Bryce Harper's home run, 
uh, I got a high five from my buddy Oscar. That's all I got out of it. And we, you know, we're going to the World Series. So <laughs> I'm sure Oscar's happy about it, though. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, Oscar. He's, 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 he's thrilled about it. He's one of the pandemic guys. Oh, yeah. No, I was uh-huh. going to say, everybody back there has been great. Um, and then Flo Rida, one of his songs is on the Phillies Win playlist that the players created that they listen to in yep. the locker room. So there you yep. go. What song is it? It's My House by, by Flo Rida. Oh, yeah. No brainer. That's yeah. a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I wish it was my – I wish – you know the song we come out to now, Dancing on My Own? I'll tell you the truth. Yep. It's garbage. It's, the, it's probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard in, in my life. And the fact that it's a, a the, the song for a professional sporting team is odd. I think. Uh, I wish it was my house. Because yeah. by the way, too, we're undefeated. My house, home field advantage. It's a no brainer. But we got the dancing uh-huh. on my own, which uh, seriously, it's it's one of the worst songs ever. <laughs> oh, the lyrics God. just like don't match the mood at all. No, but it's, not at all. No, if you. It, but it's it's a techno remix of a sad song. Yeah. Yes. So if you yeah. hear the original version without the techno to it, it's so it's sad. you want to you want to jump off a bridge. It's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It, it is. is. It's fair. That's a fair point. I can see the my house being being a better. Nineteen ninety three. We had whoop. There it is. Whoop. Yeah. There it is. That was the yep, ninety three Philly song. That's that, a song. That's a classic that still today. Song. That is a right. song. All right, I'm giving you one hypothetical before we let you plug. So, and I think I already know the answer to this. Phillies win the World Series. Eagles don't win another game. Phillies lose the World Series. You're guaranteed a Super Bowl this year. Uh, listen, uh, uh, but this is, is I got a Philly fanatic tattoo. I ain't got a smooth <laughs> tattoo, right? <laughs> I, 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 I go Phillies. I mean, Phillies win the World Series this year. The Eagles never win a game ever again. Okay. All right. Let's I'm go in. with the World I'm Series. In. Sign me up. Sign yeah, me up. yeah. I'm, I'm a baseball guy. So, yeah, that's, that's sorry, Eagles fan. And that's really, you know what? That's really fucking up my demographics there because now I just lost all the football people because they, they now know I like baseball more than football. Man, no, it stinks. Can oh, can I, can I say something real quick? Yes. You can say whatever if you're you want. at a Phillies game and you're getting ready to do an Eagles cheer, I want you to look your. I want you to stop and don't do that. It's stupid, especially during a playoff game. And if 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 you're if you're going to do an Eagles cheer during a Phillies game, the only proper time to do an Eagles cheer in the Phillies game is when the Eagle, the Phillies are losing by a lot, and then you could do an Eagles cheer. If the Phillies are losing nine nothing, then you could do Eagles yep. chance. I think that's that, why you just. It it drives me insane. When I hear those Eagles chants during the, the playoffs. Oh, you just became my absolute favorite person. Uh, yeah, I, I like that on official rule. I definitely yes. agree. It just, we got it. We got it. it, it uh, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have adrenaline going through my system just thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Philly captain. So let everybody know where they can follow you, how they can watch the videos, how they can keep track of you through this entire World Series as well. Okay, uh, if you want to watch in-depth vlogs where people get to see what it's like in the stadium, in the stores, and it's a, it's a really – you don't see vlogs like this. I don't think anybody else is going to be doing this stuff uh, during the World Series. Uh, follow my YouTube channel, The Philly Captain. Uh, I have Instagram, TikTok – I have Instagram and Twitter, uh, just Philly Captain. Uh, uh, I'm on Cameo. 
I can roast you. I can uh, give your uh, pep talk before a game. I can do whatever you need me. I, I did birth announcements. That was really weird. I could do that. Philly Captain the Cameo. I have a TikTok. Um, I have over a million likes on TikTok. Uh, do me a favor. Don't follow me on TikTok. I hate TikTok. Even though you're great. <laughs> it's a garbage. It's garbage app. They're weak. They censor me. They, I, I, I have to baseball players, and they call it harassment. They say that's harassment. The other day, I told Alex Rodriguez he stinks, and oh, we saw and, and they, they, they flagged it. They said that was harassment. We got flagged. I made fun of Joe Judge, and I, we got flagged, and we, they, I, they almost banned our account. They yep. banned my account. I've been banned three times. I have to go to an appeals court. It's garbage. I hate it. You have to take a flight over to China and sit in yeah, the full court. So saying that, don't follow me on TikTok, please. <laughs> Everywhere else. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, I hope when the Phillies win the World Series that they let you lead the parade. I don't want you in. You need to be part of the parade. On a float. Um, I'm not, you know, uh, I just want to see a parade. I don't want to be in it. I just want to see it. I want you it. out and, there uh, with, like the band stick. Oh, oh, oh! I like that. That's a good idea. Oh, I, I, uh, I just want to see it. I just want to see it, and uh, I, I want to know who's going to be the Pat Burrell. Who's going to be the guy riding the the Budweiser? Uh, remember that? No way. Yeah, the bloke, the Clydesdale oh, yeah. truck, and it was Pat Ronald Burrell and his dog. That's Schwarber. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely Schwarber. It's like no brain, or maybe Reese. That's a yep. good one too, because Pat Burrell had his dog. Well, I guess Reese's dog just passed away, but still, like he's the dog guy to do everything. He, well, maybe everything. maybe he got his dog stuffed. Bring, <laughs> bring him on. Bring the dead stuffed dog and Reese Hoskins. That's a good time. There you go. Oh, I think we have it's the perfect. parade set. All right, we're ready to roll. <laughs> All right, we will. Uh, we're gonna have to have you back though, closer to playoffs for uh, for the Eagles once they make. Oh the yeah, sure. Yeah, we, like, well, the Eagles are going to have the bye the first week, right? I mean, they win two more games. They clinch a playoff spot. Pretty much. We're getting to that pretty right. much. I insane. can't believe it. Yeah. We we, we went through uh, in this podcast earlier, we went through game by game left and the quarterbacks they face. And it's uh, it's very scary for me. They're not going to be the underdog one time this year for the nope, rest of nope. this year. Everybody nope. has to stay healthy. That's the thing with football. You can't make a prediction of football. It's ridiculous because you're, 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 you're a broken ankle away from not winning anything. 100%. So we'll uh, we'll have you back later on in the season, but enjoy the World Series. Have fun at all the games, and uh, we'll be watching your videos on YouTube. And not All right, go Phils. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you to the Philly captain, an absolute electric spot. <laughs> quote factory. Just, this is the all-time quote factory guy. Like, it's just like things you can't think of. And on the spot, too. Like, he's just, he's just fine. Some people just have that. Some people yep. just have that energy. And we need it. This is the Positivity Podcast. Positivity Podcast. All right. Speaking of positivity, what if we bring producer Vince in, hit a couple of TikToks, and get out of here because uh, we got some World Series games to watch soon. We do. We'll bring Vince on. We'll, hopefully, he can continue the positivity. We'll see if the TikTok commenters continue the positivity. My <laughs> guess is no. <laughs> Probably. But we'll do it anyway. Power rankings for this is what week in the NFL season? Eight. Eight? Yeah, oh, week eight. Well, it's week oh, seven in my mind because they didn't yes. play on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's been no, right. a complete loop. Yeah, 100%. All right, power rankings week eight. Our top five teams. Here we go. Regular triangle. 
At five, I have the Bills. They're on a bye week this week, so they'll be back at it. Uh, a little bit of a trap game, I think. Just when you think a team's bad, that's when they get good in the NFL against the Packers. Five for me. I, I can't keep them off the list anymore. I got hammered by fans on TikTok last week. It's the New York Giants. We said it earlier in the podcast. They're they're good, right? They're six and one. They're only lost coming to the Dallas Cowboys. Brian Dable is out there smoking cigars and high-fiving babies. I'm scared. Uh, at five, uh, this might be a little bit of a wild card. I have the Jets. Uh, they be one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen and a pretty good record, and they have a question at quarterback, and I don't know how they keep winning, what they do. That's That was me last week. I was like, they're there. I have to acknowledge them. At four, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Shout out to Geno Smith. This is pretty remarkable what they're doing. Huge game this week against the five and two Jets. See who's good this week. Powerhouse matchup. Mm-hmm. Four for me, it's the Minnesota Vikings. Also only one loss, five and one. I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. I mean, he scares me. But right now, they just keep winning. I think I picked them to actually win the division earlier in our division picking segment before the uh, year, but we'll see. Vikings are pretty good. Four for me. Uh, four, I have the Giants. Uh, what are they? Five and two? Six, what are they? Six and one. Six and one. Uh, six and one beat one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. Uh, and it seems like Brian Dable figured something out. Mm-hmm. At three... I got them. Philadelphia Eagles. I think they fell back a spot. I think I had them two last week, but they had the bye week, so one of the teams who did play did skip ahead of them. But listen, in terms of the NFC, they're the class right now, undefeated. We just took a look at the schedule. Let's keep rolling. Let's look at these quarterbacks on the schedule, and let's go hunting, and let's keep rolling. Three for me. They booty. They're not. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. They're the only undefeated team left. They're the best team, hands down, I believe, in the NFC. They just keep making, like Aiden says, smart moves. The addition of Robert Quinn will help this defense, and I think they're going to keep rolling against Kenny Pickett this week. At three, I also have the Eagles. Six and zero. I mean, what else? What else is there? Seven and zero. Seven. I'll talk about that'll be next week. <laughs> yep. All right, at two, I have the Chiefs. They did play. That's how I had them skipping over the Eagles this week, and they won in pretty impressive fashion against the 49ers team that we've fallen in love with before, me. And they kind of completely dominated them. They're just it, – this collision course is awesome. Like, it's it's Chiefs, it's Bills. They're on this collision course. At two, I have the Chiefs. Two, I also have the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Patrick Mahomes, right? They just keep finding ways to win. You see Andy Reid's fingerprints all over this team. As long as those two are still there, this team is just going to continue to do what they do, and that's win football games. I do have the Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs are two. <laughs> We're going to keep doing that every week. Yep. All right. At one, I have the Bills again. Because I'm not convinced that there are actually five good football teams in the league, but I am convinced that the Bills are good. So I'm just going to put them twice. You can tell me about the Giants. No, I don't believe in them. Don't comment on this post and tell me about them. I don't believe in them. 
I've seen Kirk Cousins. I know how this story ends. There's not five good teams. The Bills at one. I also at one have the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. There's nothing really else to say. Josh Allen, Von Miller, Stephon Diggs, and probably Odell Beckham Jr. soon. Yeah, at one, I have the Bills. Maybe the most underrated team in the NFL somehow. Everyone's talking about all these Cinderella stories. Everyone's talking about the undefeated Eagles. Everyone's talking about Russell Wilson doing high knees on the plane. And no one's really talking about the best team in the NFL, which is the Buffalo Bills. 100%. And it's just like we're in that weird like college spot where for so long we were just like, all right, we just, it's going to be Alabama and Clemson. Just like get there. And now we're kind of doing that with the Chiefs and the, and the Bills. But still, they're great. The Philly captain's great. Philadelphia's great. Positive, positive, positive. Up, up, up. There we go. What a show. Great what work, everybody. Show. What a thank show. You, uh, thank you to everybody for listening, for watching. Um, we are coming together as a show here to root on the Philadelphia Phillies. Nothing is worse than the Houston Astros and their fans. They stink. Bunch of cheaters. Um, so go Phillies. That's coming from me. We can have a ring the next time we do this podcast. You might. Uh, Tech, uh, technically, no. yeah. yeah. Technically, yeah. yes. Technically, yes. We'll see. We'll see if any of us get to a game, hopefully. But thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Eagles take on the Steelers. Cowboys take on the Bears. Both 1 o'clock games this week. Can the Eagles stay undefeated? Can the Cowboys head into the bye on a two-game winning streak? We shall see. But tell your friends, tell your family, Birds vs. Boys is not only a podcast for Birds fans or Boys fans. It's an all-inclusive NFL fan base. We cry with the Chargers. We root on the Bills. We just love football, and that's what we want to provide for you. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. You want to see our smiling faces? I suggest you do it. Smash the subscribe button on the YouTube thing. Hit it. Join the club. And follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, Birds vs. Boys Pod. And hey, if you're hungry, go get a cheesesteak. Phillies are good. They play Friday night. Go to Delco Cheesesteaks. Get a cheesesteak. Maybe two. Let's go to Delco. Feed the whole family. Watch the Phillies. And wash it down with some stateside vodka. Boom. Have a great night.